The audio you're about to hear is ridiculous to the highest extent of the law. The views depicted on this podcast were shot prior to the current week. Any views spoken of may have already changed and are therefore obsolete. Marks beware, we do not care. Your discretion is advised. Welcome to Let's Wrestle Discussions. Okay, it's a working title. Okay, <laughs> this is their first time doing the secondary show, but we're gonna be doing a secondary show going forward, um, just because there's so much wrestling going on during the week. We don't want everything to be just stuck on one episode, so we've we've decided to create two episodes a week. Um, but yeah, this is basically gonna be right now just the things that we didn't get to talk about in our main um, first uh, main episode, um, which is episode two. So there's, I guess you can call this like a two point five episode. You know, Matt Hardy version 1.0, 0.5, <laughs> 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Um, so, yeah, a um, little bit of stuff that we still want to talk about. I'm going to go ahead and um, shoot it over to Dan um, for the, you know, what he wants to talk about, what we want to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. So, Dan, go ahead and hey, shoot away. Shoot from the thank hit you button. For that. <laughs> thank you for that great intro, Nico, as always. And like he was saying, just to add a little bit to that, um, is going to be like the secondary show, and since you know we just had a pay per view, WrestleMania Backlash to be exact, um, there was a little more that we normally would have discussed about, um, I guess the week in WWE wrestling. Um, so you know, we had to you know kind of throw it over here to the secondary show or whatever, but um, but yeah, and we kind of touched base on uh, already on how we started off Monday Night Raw. Uh, with that tag title match. So if you haven't already heard Sunday's episode, make sure you go give that a listen. Uh, we did discuss a little bit about the fallout from that six-man tag. Uh, but some other pretty interesting things happened on Raw, uh, which we will get to. But I do want to start off by talking about Austin Theory. I mean... This guy right here, Austin Theory, is the fucking future. He's going to be a fucking superstar. I don't understand. I want to note real quick. Yes. I fucking said this since he debuted on the main roster. I fucking said he was a star. You said that. I said, I don't know. I don't know if you remember me saying that, but I, uh, it was during the time and a lot of stuff was going. Two guys was, uh, you know, he's under fire. He's no longer with the company. But I was saying Austin Theory is the fucking future. Just saying. I I thought there was something there. Uh, I've always seen kind of like a young Randy Orton. Now I'm seeing more of a, a little young John Cena kind of. Um, he's kind of maybe... That took the words out of my mouth. So yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. And I, I wasn't really behind some of the goofy stuff he was doing with Johnny Gargano, who I love. Um, but... Some of that goofy stuff on NXT um, didn't really do him any favors, in my opinion. But um, he cut a great promo, though. Nevertheless, I'm here on Raw with uh, on Cody to set up the you know the match that would eventually happen, um, you know, in the night, which we could talk about now. Um, I knew right away Cody's not winning this, and there's no way he's gonna you know get pinned here by Austin Theory. There's definitely going to be some kind of interference by Seth Rollins, and that's exactly what we saw, which is going to set up, uh, you know, this match, this third match, which will 
you kind of brought it up uh, last episode that it's looking like it should be the Hell in a Cell match. So I, I can only assume you still feel that same way. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, I, I, I think they're going to be the, that cell match. And, uh, there's, this is a show that I don't know if they're even having any more fucking episodes. I think you should definitely watch this. And the reason why I thought theory was going to be a star, he actually comes out on the show. It's called the wrestlers on vice. Um, I think you can watch it on demand if you have vice or whatever, definitely check it out. It's very interesting. It has a lot of cool, different things, but yes, um, I think that this is a great little rub for for Austin Theory also, having wrestled Cody because I've heard um, from different sources that that well not different sources I won't say sources I don't have no fucking sources, but I've heard from different um, you know sites that people are giving Austin Theory's little run uh, kind of a negative connotation because he has no veteran opponents that he's been wrestling. Yeah. I- I'm guessing they're saying veterans in, in terms of WWE. I mean, he did get that deal with... He was rubbing with um, The Miz. So, just give him some time, dude. Fucking Theory's great. He's He is going to be the future. He is going to be the star of tomorrow. Um, you know, trademark that shit. And uh, yeah. um, I can't give any more praise for Austin Theory. Like I said, he... I knew he was going to be a star since the time... I actually saw him in his in this in the show that I'm telling you, the wrestler, the wrestlers, um, on Vice. I saw him on his show is when he was with, um, what was that fucking, uh, fucking brand called? It's it's WWE's new developmental. I don't even think they're around. I think, um, but NXT 2.0. No, 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 no. Actually, they have like a. It was another thing. It was like Genesis or. Uh, evolve. is it NXT? Oh, evolve. Evolve. I don't know why I thought there was a G in there, but Evolve. He was actually in Evolve. Um, quick little uh, tidbit of information: uh, Matt Riddle came from Evolve, and so and so did um, Darby. Darby Allen. Thank you. I was actually thinking of him right now. And I did Keith Lee come from there too? Was it Keith, Keith Lee? Was, Keith Lee was in Evolve. Um, uh, McIntyre actually went to Evolve for a bit too when he was done with his indie run in the UK. So. And uh, I've seen uh, Orange Cassidy on there. Um, Evolve is like kind of like it's funded by WWE, I, I believe. If I'm like the the ECW, you know, ECW yeah. was technically funded by WWE in one way um, or another, uh, just to be kind of like a developmental for superstars to go up um, back in the 90s. So it's kind of fitting that the uh, owner of e- Actually, kind of like the prodigy of Paul Heyman from ECW, so he's been around, you know. Yeah, um, but yeah, dude, that uh, Malachi is another one. Malachi, yeah, yes. Uh, there's a lot of people that go through Evolve. Evolve is uh, is great uh, breaking ground for a lot of these wrestlers. I don't, I don't know if Evolve is around now. Um, I haven't heard anything. So I put some of that stuff on the network along with some other indie promotions or whatever. I haven't checked it out personally myself but i've seen matches on youtube from Evolve, and that's how i know some of these guys but yeah man um continue what you're saying though oh no yeah um that's basically what i was gonna say but yeah no actually they they got uh i guess july 
of 2020. It says defunct July 2020 here on the interwebs. So, yeah, I don't think they're around anymore. But, yeah, uh, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, they're going to be, I think they're going to be the Hell in a Cell match. They deserve to be. I feel like they're the only choice to be. Um, I don't see anybody else that, like, the. I don't see any other feuds that deserve an actual Hell in a Cell match. And well, if they only... funny that you must say. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I actually wrote down a bunch of matches, some are more likely than others, of where you could do a sell, but after the points you've brought up with Cody and Rollins, uh, I don't see how they don't do that, but let's say they do another match or maybe a third match. Uh, usually they don't really do that like they used to. I remember at one point they did like three or four in a night, which is It, it was ridiculous. like four. It was like, like two for the main titles and then... Uh, for the women's titles, I think it was weird. But lately, they've only been doing like, or at least I think within the last year, they've been doing just one female and one male. So, yeah, and they they've been doing it less, which is good because then it just feels like it's so overdone. It it doesn't make the match seem as special as it used to be. And I feel like Cody and Rollins could give us a memorable Hell in a Cell match that we haven't seen in a while. There's been some. Pretty good ones recently, but not anything really that stands out. Like when you think about the old cell matches, you know, the classics that, you know, Batista and, and Triple H or Sean and Taker, you know, even Randy Orton, a John Cena kind of town of cell. So um, yeah. I'm just going to list these matches for you. And mm-hmm. then I want to let you, I want to, you know, get your opinion on this. But I wrote mm-hmm. possible hell in a cell matches. Ronda and Flair, Roman and Drew, Cody and Rollins, Edge and Styles, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch, Amos and Bobby. That's probably not gonna happen. But um, mm. and then RK Bro and the Usos in a unification cell match. That'd be pretty crazy. But what do you think? Um, the only one that kind of stands out for me is the Usos and 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 RK Bro. Uh, my only problem with that one is that I have been hearing some reports that um, Randy Orton and and Riddle are going to be splitting soon. They're going with like their because this run has actually gone longer than anticipated. What is it? Yeah. At least, at least mm-hmm. that's what the reports have been saying um, from what I've been reading. But um, it might be heading that way after next week. I think so. Th- I I feel, um, but agree, but um, yeah, I just don't see it happening. Um, the uh, Becky and uh, Bianca, I feel like that could have been possible, but the problem with that is just this past, uh, not even this past week's raw, last week's raw, um, fucking Oscar came back. Yeah, so and that seems another- like that's what Becky's gonna be doing. So. And you know what? That one, Asuka and Becky could possibly get the cell match. Because like I said, the cell matches recently, they've been doing a woman's cell match and a male cell match, like just one and one. So that could be the cell match. It's possible. They have enough of a story, you know, because when Becky left to go have her baby, who got got the title? And they're already kind of telling that story, you know, Becky. Yeah. um, What's the call again? The... Chicken shit heel, which I fucking love. Becky plays the chicken shit heel. 
to the T, man. I fucking love it. Um, and Asuka coming back, dude, just cutting her promo that past Raw 2 when they were talking. <laughs> oh, man, it was so fucking great. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I love fucking just talk Japanese, dude. And like some English, like. She's legit, though. Like in ring. Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. Like, I feel like people. Because. And I hate to bash on AEW, but. This is more on the fans than anything. And kind of AEW, but we're going to talk about AEW soon. We just need to catch up on some things, but. It's coming, though. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Don't think that we hate AEW. Really, I'm stressing that we don't hate AEW. We love AEW. Because there's a lot to talk about. There probably more than WWE sometimes for most weeks. Uh, it's this just that. second episode is for, really. Uh, honestly. So, it, it um, it, it's been great, man. I think Asuka, before she left, uh, it felt like she was, again, kind of getting lost in the shuffle. Obviously, she dropped the title to, to Rhea at mania or whatever the year before but um um yeah man i think uh we missed her she came back and she's rejuvenated and i can't wait that to time s- off. she did and we already know her and becky are gonna have some some bangers or i don't know how many times they'll do it but um i think what they're headed though before they do that i think they're head- headed towards a triple threat uh at the next pay-per-view non Cell match, so I don't think Wait, they'll do that which, cell match anymore. Which pay per view? Because you got to remember that there's gonna they're gonna have that clash at the castle on the twenty seventh. So what is that? I haven't even the clash of the castle. It's actually it's it's kind of like the it's gonna be in in um, the UK. Oh, is it the one where where Drew McIntyre's from? Um, it's in a stadium. Yeah, it's gonna be in a stadium. Um. Um, I had seen something about Drew promoting that on his Twitter, but uh, I didn't really pay attention to when that would be. It kind of felt like maybe it was far out, and they were just kind of promoting for tickets. A couple weeks away, so it just might be a spectacle, kind of like the the Crown Jewel type of deal. Like Super Showdown? Yeah, like Super Showdown. Buddy Murphy had... uh, Pretty big pop in that match, from what I remember. Uh, I think he won oh. the uh, the cruiserweight title. He might have been the champion going into that match. I'm not sure. Dude. Oh, the Super Showdown. He had two matches that going. I think the match that happened that night and then the match that happened the following week on either 205 Live or somewhere else. But it was against uh, Cedric Alexander. Ah oh, man, phenomenal matches. Oh, speaking of Cedric Alexander, is a good way to. Segue over, um, just a quick, I think he came out during like the, I think they were doing like the VIP lounge, uh, with almost or whatever, but, um, man, I'm so fucking sick of Cedric Alexander. And that's cause I was, uh, a supporter of his. I thought he was great in ring. I thought he brought (laughs) something to the cruiserweight division. I thought he was going to bring something to, the hurt business as like that young guy they were you know grooming or whatever and evolution type of thing yes dude definitely and like now when have you noticed when he's talking it seems like his voice is shot like like if he's like almost fucking in pain screaming and like 
I'm just so sick of him, man. He he just seems like now he's just portrayed as this whiny fucking bum that can't get any wins to save his life. He's like desperate for MVP to take him back. Like, I'm just sick of him, man. I'm sick well, of it. I mean, the the problem again, more reports that I've heard back. So like the back, Alexander is really trying to get hurt business back together. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like that's going to be anytime soon. Since Shelton Benjamin actually um, just reported that he's out for another injury. Uh, really? So, yeah, yeah. He just announced it on Twitter not too... Um, actually, I think today um, he reported it on Twitter. Um, I literally just saw that on our feed. Because, um, of course, we follow we follow him. We stands. I mean, um, I think he should... Um, I, I think he could still go... Um, personally, I'd like to see him more on a show like Impact. I feel like on Impact, he mm. would, um, help some of these other guys. You could throw him in the X Division. Um, you know, a guy that, you know, can put on, you know, a, a pretty solid match. But, or I think he might end up being like some kind of trainer or something. I don't know. Um, but you, we're not going to get that Shelton Benjamin push that we always wanted. Um, it's not gonna happen, you it's know. Far too late. He's too he's he's too old now. He actually had a pretty good run in NJ um, in New Japan um, with MVP, but this is actually what he said. It was ten hours ago, so it was today. Um, Sheldon Benjamin tweeted out that for only the second time in my career, an injury has put me on the shelf. I'll be back soon. In the meantime, I'll be putting in the work to come back better than I was before. My little setback. See you guys soon. So, um. Is he I, I sure hope... about that though? Is he sure about the second time only? Because remember when he was coming back and they were promoting him on SmackDown? Yeah, that was the first. Time. And or did he did he never get hurt before that? Yeah, when he was with WWE, he was never um injured. I, I think they took him off TV for a while because they didn't have anything for him. And then he came back with the gold standard, and then they they again fell to the point where they didn't have anything for him. Um, at one point he did tag team again with Charlie Hawk. I could have sworn though that I had seen him in a sling for his arm at some point. Mm, I mean, you might be right. I don't remember that, but you could be right. There's a, there's a good point when he came back and like, he didn't have shit to do. So like they didn't have anything for him again. The story and of his he, career. Like he came back, he got injured, left and then came they didn't have shit for him to do until they put him with Chad Gable. Fucking horrible. They should have just fucking kept... Well, I mean, he was injured. He fucking got fucked up. Anyway. Well, this is a whole other topic, but Ricochet yeah. is like... Ricochet is like the modern Shelton Benjamin and the fact that he's a good worker, but they ne- sometimes they never really have anything for him, and he just kind of gets lost in the shuffle. You know the talent's there, but... You also feel like he's either being held back or he's never gonna hit that potential that we might see him, you know? Like the problem with Ricochet and this is just the WWE system, man. If he was in New Japan, possibly AEW, he could go further, but even at the same time, AEW is changing a little bit, which is for the good, I think. But the problem with Ricochet is that he has he doesn't have a character. Like, what is he other than a guy who can do good and do all these flips? Like, he doesn't have a... Who is he? 
You know what I'm saying? First, he was like all oh, this superhero kind of guy, or he might still be doing that or whatever. And then, That's then the he was. Gimmick, but, but what's he doing from that gimmick? Like, what is he really doing? Like, it doesn't show that he's a superhero or anything. That's like, and honestly, just to talk about it right now, since I don't want to come back to it later, but he was on SmackDown, um, did some backstage thing with um, fucking Drew Gulak, I want to say, and yes. um, I wrote Ricochet is still fucking ruined for me, and he wants to be friends with everyone backstage, apparently. So, to I, I want to segue off of this. Fucking Gunther. Oh my god. I love what yeah. they've been doing with him so far. Like feeding them feeding him um Drew Gulak. Yep. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. It's fucking perfect. Man, I, I, I know you, you don't like the whole name change, I'm sure. Like you don't like the changes of names of different stars, but you right. gotta remember that with the main roster there's a lot more casual fans. There's a the ratio of hardcore fans and casual fans, I feel like there's more casual fans than hardcore fans. Um, unlike what CM Punk would like to say. Uh, might be getting <laughs> to that later on. I don't know if you've heard about that. But anyways. Um, but I can give a shit that his name changed from Walter to Gunther. Because he's still the same motherfucker that he was before. And yeah. I love it. He, but man, the fucking... He... Like I said... I love that fucking hard style that he fucking single time. If you're in the fucking ring with him, he's gonna fucking knock the shit out of you, and I love it. I'm I'm there for it. So, what they've been doing, I'm all for. I was thinking the same shit because I literally wrote, uh, definitely. I mean, Drew Gulak's doing the best he can with what he's given, but just making Walter look like a beast, um. And Ludwig Kaiser, aka Marcel Bartel, um, he's doing a great job as like his lackey or whatever. This, you know, he has just that fucking condescending face, like to yeah, he has a very you know what I mean. And and it it kind of sucks. I don't know what they did. I don't know if they released him. I already forgot his partner's name, but dude, that guy was like low key a beast. Like um, and like I like. To compare him a little bit to Cesaro, I'm not saying he's Cesaro, but uh, maybe oh, like a John Silver, just taller. Like, dude's built the other, like uglier version, the uglier dude, the bald guy. I don't know if he got released or if he got injured, and that's why they just have him there. I don't know what the situation is, but uh, overall, though, Gunter Walter, whatever the fuck you want to call him, he's a beast, man. And and actually, hey. Go ahead. Speaking of name changes, I want to bring up another person who I actually enjoyed what they did this past SmackDown. Butch. Yes. You know, a lot of people didn't like that whole, oh, he's changing to Butch. Once he actually came onto the main roster and I was watching what he was doing, I actually enjoyed it from the beginning because he was this rabid fucking like pit yep. bull. You know what I'm saying? Like he has no sense other than to fucking kill his opponent. Like, you could see that every single time after every single match, he was just beating the shit out of people. And that's the thing yes. that you do. You know, you've got to build a story. you got to build something. you got to build a character. This is what is... This is actually good for him, you know? And I think putting him with Sheamus is fucking perfect. Absolutely. Um, so, finally, we got to see Butch actually wrestle somebody. 
like the other times he was just on the outside to fucking fight. So we got him, got to see him um, fight Kofi Kingston. He got to do his finisher on Kofi Kingston and actually win the match. Yeah, there was some shady shit that happened, but he did his finisher on him. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't beat him by a roll up. He didn't beat him by like holding onto the ropes, holding onto the tides. Um, He beat him with his finisher. So that's a strong finish, if you ask me. You know what I'm saying? And I think Pat was like, uh, he's like, what, what was that, or like, what move is that? Basically, he was saying, and Mike Cole even was like, um, he's like, what that is right there. He's like, is a win for Butch or whatever. Yeah. And then later he's like, oh, a bitter end or whatever, because it's called the bitter end. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened there, but um. <laughs> I don't know about the Butch character, but I love Pete Dunn. I think he's doing the best he can with this with this thing that they've given him. And out of all the resets that they've done, I feel like Butch will be the one that actually can still work. And yeah. Pete Dunn, I mean, the name is not completely gone. They they have dropped references, famous like, oh, you know, we call him Butch. You know, like this is what we call him. So I don't think it's completely off the table for the future, but we'll see, man. Stunning Steve Austin. He is fucking I'm not I'm not trying to compare him to him exactly, but I'm just trying to compare the situation. He was the ringmaster. Yeah. But he turned into Stone Cold Steve Austin. So you can't knock these name changes too much. Um it's not it's not a big deal. Like I feel like people make it a bigger deal than it should be. Like your re- your your favorite wrestler is still there, might not call him the same name, but he's still there doing exactly what he does. Like Butch or Pete Dunn, when he's wrestling as Butch, he's still wrestling like Pete Dunn. There's no difference. Hey, here here's another one um, that maybe isn't brought up too much, but I don't know how people felt at the time when it happened because obviously I was uh, probably not even alive when this happened. But when the when Rocky Maivia went to the Rock. Exactly. You would think people would have to be like the Rock, like the fuck. But I'm not saying in no way that Pete Dunne is is Austin or Rock. But obviously those those guys took what what they were given and they ran with it. Um, but I think if anybody can do it, it's Pete Dunne. He's a great worker, always has been. He's young. Uh, I don't even think he's 30 years old yet. Um. He has plenty to go, man, and and like you said, putting him with Sheamus, who has always been really solid, always been a great worker, um, and he's been relevant for a long time, man. If you think about it, he first kind of came onto the scene on the main roster like in what, 09, or, or what, what was it, when he did that thing with Cena? Um, so he's been on the roster for a long time, man. Um, yeah, for sure. Oh, Pete Dunn, by the way. He's twenty. He's gonna be twenty nine this year, so he's barely yeah, hitting the 30, thirty year threshold. So he's he's good to go. He's got some time. He's got a good another like. He's not even in his prime yet. Not even close because you're not in your prime to in your late like your late thirties, early forties. Honestly, mid thirties. I would say like mid thirties, like thirty five yeah, yeah. is like a sweet spot. 30, 35, 35 to forty, I'd say is your yep. prime. In terms of wrestling, so... this isn't any other sport. But um, I will say this also a better comparison for Pete Dunne to to Butch is the natural, you know, Dustin Rhodes. 
Okay, I'm interested to see what you're going to say. The natural Dustin Rhodes in WCW. I mean, he had his fans. He was a great technical wrestler. He was, in fact, a natural at being a wrestler. (laughs) So, like, going to WWE and then becoming Goldust. And, you know, there were some smart fans back then. They knew that that wasn't fucking... He was Dustin Rhodes. Right. He made that change, and he made it work, and it fucking... And look where it got him. I mean, yeah, he wasn't a world champion. But let's not pretend like he didn't have a great run as Gold Dust. He, made he definitely it. made it the best he could. Um, so that's that's a good I, I comparison. But um, let's go on. I actually want to talk about <laughs> had a good comparison for it. Um, Alexa Bliss actually. Uh, oh yeah. Made her debut or re-debut, I guess her her return. Against uh, who the fuck did she go against again? Um, shit, I don't even know. It was um, Sonia Deville. Sonia Deville got yeah, fired. There you uh, go. Smackdown, um, general manager or co-general manager, whatever the fuck you want to call her, Cruella Deville. And honestly, she did a great job selling that shit. I fucking loved every little second of, of uh, Sonia Deville selling that she lost, and then having to go against Alexa Bliss. And honestly. When I was watching the match and I was looking at Alexa Bliss and I was like, you know what, man? This is AJ Lee version 2.0. Mm. AJ Lee versus fucking Alexa Bliss. I I could see why you're saying that. Um, what's the difference? Like, literally, what's the difference? They're both. I fucking- don't. I don't know. Hey, I I might see a little a little more of Paige in her, man. I mean, maybe that's just me, but uh. Paige. Paige, maybe because of the gimmick. In Whoa. terms of stature and style of wrestling, I wouldn't call her Paige. Well, nevertheless, um, I can see why you're saying that, and I don't 100% disagree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in the middle on that. I'm on the fence, we'll say. But I, I like that they brought finally back the old fucking song. Um, Still kind of keeping that little doll or whatever in her hand. Um, not completely, you know, just not acknowledging uh, what she was doing these past two years or whatever. Um, but did it really have to be a squash match, though? Especially um, the way that finisher? I don't know. I just wasn't convinced of it too much, but I'm I mean, glad she's back. Think about Sonya Deville. She has been... Another chicken working only off of the fact that had some authority in SmackDown. So she hadn't really shown that she was a great wrestler. She had just been showing that she would lose, but also change the fact, change some rules here and there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I say that way too much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but um, regardless, like that, seeing a squash match makes a lot of sense, especially for the fact that not only did she have to wrestle Alexa Bliss, but she had to also deal with the fact that she just lost her job as an authority figure. Yeah. So that, um, if you put it into storyline, affects with her psyche. She's not all there. She's not ready for a match like that now. At first, she's ready because she's like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want. But, oh, shit, I just lost my job. So she's thinking about losing her job. Based on Alexa Bliss, who's a former world champion, world woman champion whatever the fuck it's still a world champion so Alexa Bliss as a world former world champion that's that's tall order you know what I'm 
Ah, Jesus Christ, I need to stop saying that. I, and I think, um, I think with Alexa, um, I think they'll continue to do the Sonya Deville stuff for a little bit. Uh, but I'm interested to see how they kind of put her back into the picture with uh, with your Oscars and your Beckys and your and your fucking Bianca Belairs and Rhea Ripley now who. Um, did you catch though that at the end because they did that whole promo that we talked about on the last episode in the ring with with Edge and Rhea yeah. and Damian, but then she had a match with Liv, I believe. And did you notice that after the match, there was like a new song playing for her? Did you notice that? I I didn't catch that. I'm gonna have to rewatch that to see, or hopefully they bring it up and and on um Monday, but. It, it, it wasn't Edge's song. I was like, is that Edge's song? And then I kept hearing it. I'm like, no, this is something else. And she came out with them in their song, so we didn't get to hear it. But um, And she was already in the ring when Liv came out. But I, I did um, pick up on that. Call. I'm interested to see. It's a good call on them to change um, her song because it's, it's a lot like Sami Zayn. Like he turned heel. Yeah, <laughs> change his song for a while, and his song was over. So it's like it's hard to turn. Yeah, it was when his song is over. But um, irregardless, talking about the Judgment Day, I do also want to talk about Damian Priest. Um, only for a little bit again, things that we talked about off the air, and and I I, I hate to be this guy because like I'm not in shape. I I don't wrestle. I don't do all this stuff. But it is a part <laughs> of becoming star in wwe in wwe okay i will say that much um star anywhere really in the entertainment business um but damian priest after he lost the title to finn balor um he left for a while and the one thing that i kind of hated see or the one thing that i made fun of (laughs) damian priest when i um when i would see him was his fucked up teeth (laughs) yeah so stupid i know i know it's stupid but it's like the little things that you can see someone doing to make themselves a star and damian priest when he left he got some veneers for sure fucking veneers because now his teeth are straight you know his teeth are pearly whites um and it's those little and like i said in the last episode about montez ford um those little things is what lets you know that this person is dedicated and they want to become a star. Damien Priest is going to be a star in the future. Damien Priest, Montez Ford, Austin Theory, those three people are going to be the future. You will see one or all of them become a world champion. Right now is not their time, but you will see it, I feel, in the future. Those three, they're, they're, they're future world champions. Well, the only thing I'll say about Damien Priest right now is that I do think he's the future. I don't see him maybe as how you do. I think he might get a run at some point. I don't think it'll be a very memorable one, but I see him more of a like a Sheamus, you know, always being there, solid worker, or, you know, he, he can work with anybody. Hey, um, Sheamus was a world champion. Just saying. Yeah, but I mean, you don't hold him to a standard like a like a Randy Orton, or even like a Seth Rollins. So it, it just uh, maybe you know I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong hopefully, for the sake of the business. But hopefully, the rub that he's getting with Edge will oh. help him become that world champion that he he looks like he should be. And you know, he will pick stuff up from Edge because if you don't, 
I mean, what the fuck are you even doing? But I think uh, just to add to, to that whole thing, um, that whole segment or this whole rivalry, whatever you want to call it, um, AJ and Valor, I think they should be a team, man. I know AJ just got off of, uh, you know, a fucking team with Amos not too long ago, but I would really love to see a Valor and Styles um, similar to like a Omega and a Page kind of tag team where they're both just, well, you know, dominating, man. What helps that is the fact that Finn Balor um, invented the Bullet Club. Right. And he was the leader of the Bullet Club. And the next leader after Finn Balor was AJ Styles. Right. So that kind of helps continuity-wise, you know. Yes, AJ Styles and the Bullet Club turned on Finn Balor, but they still have that bond, you know. It's almost like a fraternity. Right. Which I was a part of, um, which actually I was a part of the same fraternity as Paul White, a.k.a. The Big Show. TK. Really? Cow Cap Epsilon. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) But I was, I was. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's just those <laughs> little things, man, that, uh, that, that really do, um, like put the story together. Like they have, a uh, they have, uh, what's the word? I'm... They have shit that they've been through together. So it makes sense that they can become partners. Um, but to... I think if they were to do that, they should, they should definitely, I know they will reference the fact that. They have that history, but mm-hmm. don't give it any labels like the club or the whatever the fuck. You know, the we don't want to see club. that. It's, it's it's not about a a stable or whatever reboot. Like this is just two guys who have history, so so you know it makes sense. And I mean, both of them are top of their game. So they already did the two sweet thing. So that's kind of like the club, bro. So sorry, it's already happened. Well, they don't have to put a label on it uh, now. It'd just be Finn Balor and AJ Styles, like like how it was Kenny Omega and Adam Page. They have history because of the elite. And bet you anything, they're gonna call it the club. If they ever do become a part of a tag team, they're just gonna call it the club. Uh, I hope not, man. We've seen enough reboots. Um, but uh, to segue over here to uh, some of the other stuff we saw on the show, um. This Elias, I know we've talked about it off the air, or should I say Ezekiel, Elias' younger brother. Uh, I'm just loving this stuff, man. Something that could have been so, so, so bad. So cringy. It's turned into something that is, I I look forward to it, man. When they see them on the screen, I know it's going to be something good, Um, mainly because of KO. Yes, 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 yes. And um, I, I think it's funny because I texted you um, when I was watching SmackDown because I was watching Sami Zayn come out and start talking about how he's the locker room leader. And um, when he came out to Riddle and Orton, um, and I heard his accent come out, and it's kind of similar to Kevin Owens' accent, like when you hear their accents come out. And it just reminded me of, of Owens, and I'm like, oh my god, Kevin Owens and fucking Sami Zayn are so fucking good. It's, it's fucking amazing. Um, but KO, oh man, I love this segment. His, what was it? His uh, older brother was coming. Um, Ken? Was it Ken? Ken Owens. Yeah, Ken Owens. <laughs> <laughs> and they were doing the promo, and it's like, 
Um, do that. Well, he said that. something like, "This is something that uh, that Kevin Owens would say, or whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, he would say that." He's like, "Because guess what? He's like, I'm Kevin Owens, or whatever." <laughs> but oh, like, like, I'm I'm Ken Owens. Like, I'm Kevin Owens' older brother, Ken Owens. And then he goes like, oh, hey, Ken. <laughs> He's like, no, don't do that. He's like, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Bro, fucking great, man. It's, it's, and, and, you know, people hate on WWE, but, like, that E is so fucking important sometimes. It's the fucking yeah, it aspect of it. And this story would be going to shit if it wasn't fucking entertaining. Like, and it's been entertaining because fucking Kevin Owens, um, fucking does i, I mean, mean i'm looking forward to how they end up um ending this or how, what they end up doing but is it just me or does zeke ezekiel here give you like warrior vibes the way he fucking wears those um what are they called like on the assholes yeah like does, does it give you that vibe or no uh i feel like they're trying to but only because like i feel like it might be and this is all speculation. I don't know. It's like, it's like I feel like it's like a nod to the '80s because so many people thought Elias um, reminded them so much Chuman. So now Ezekiel is reminding you of you know the Warrior, Ultimate Warrior. So you mm. know it might be them trying to do that. I don't know. That's just that's just me. I, I could be um, I could be reaching out for that one, you know. But you know that's yeah. What I think. Um... That that Randy Savage one I hadn't I don't think I hadn't heard that, but that kind of makes sense. Um really? I wouldn't be... his, fucking, his finisher was a fucking like a fucking elbow drop from the top rope. Was it an elbow drop or was it a like a knee strike from the top? It was an elbow drop. He would do the elbow drop. Wow. And then he got the whole beard going on and Wow bro. Do you even wrestle? It's been a while since we've seen Elias. That's um, true. He's been gone for a while. But, oh, you know, nevertheless, pretty good stuff there, um, which could have been really bad, as we've talked about. And another thing that has gone pretty bad since I was, uh, you know, a, a, a big fan of him, I would say, Tommaso Ciampa, or also now known as just Ciampa, um, he's out of there. You got to think. I mean, they got him jumping at the bit. Well, that was like two weeks ago that he was on Raw, wasn't it? He 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 um I think he just had a match with Ali. Um they have him doing that thing and then of course Ali's doing the thing with the Miz, which when he came back, man, I don't know if you saw that when he came back, um the crowd was you know, I, I think they were maybe expecting something more of a pop. Um, but the crowd wasn't as hot for him as he probably would have hoped and I feel like the only reason why he's getting any kind of reaction right now, for the most part, is because of the Miz. Because the Miz knows how to draw that heat, and anybody that is gonna go against him is gonna get some kind of reaction because they're beating up on the Miz. Um, and this is the reason why I think it doesn't matter when people change their name coming from NXT to the main roster, um, because not everyone watches NXT, you know. Right, and, and that's the thing that they say, and I feel like people kind of disregard when the officials say it because, like, oh, you're a WWE guy, so why? Who fucking cares? You're just trying to 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 say the WWE is good, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> <you> know, but, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Um, so, anyways, so like, not everyone watches NXT. So when they come up to the main roster, you can change their name, you can do something different. Because all the casual fans, all the people that go to their shows every Monday night, every Friday night, they're gonna be mostly casual fans. Unless you're going into like a Chicago, a New York, you know, like those bigger wrestling markets. Right. You're not gonna have those like smart marks in the fucking um crowd. And all the house shows they do, they see the they see who fucking buys their tickets and who fucking goes to their shows. These people who are so accustomed. And not everybody gets loud during these events. And and me and you, like we have okay, we worked at Dish, Dish Network. Fuck you, Dish Network. Well, <laughs> we Dish Network. And you and I have talked to wrestling fans, quotation marks, like these are casual fans. Casuals. Uh, when there were some some things that had changed, I can't remember, but they were, you know, you talk to them and they, they talk about it like, like shit's real. Like they, they, they know shit's fake, but then they think some things are real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But um, the, just go away from that subject. I feel like we've had it enough on that one. Um, there's another report where Roman Reigns is getting a new deal. Um, and this deal is basically, let me see. Um, again, this is on Ringside News, according to Andrew uh, Zarian. Roman Reigns won't be taking extended time off from W t- Television. Um, a lot of this, this it's, it's a noticeable change. So uh, this is a quote uh, from the Ringside News. Spoke to someone over at WWE regarding Roman and his schedule moving forward. It's not expected for Roman to take extended time off. He will be on PLEs and TV. So that's um, PLEs are the whatever the fuck they call pay-per-views now. The only change will be with smaller market house shows, which is why he showed his <laughs> gratitude to the fans in Trenton, New Jersey. So he's getting basically a re a new deal where he's gonna be the new Brock Lesnar. Like he'll be doing the TVs, he'll be doing premium live events PLEs, but he's not gonna be doing much house show wrestling i don't even think he'll be doing a lot of wrestling on the tv show so i think he's just going to be working that aw schedule where he's working the tvs not working any anything in between those tvs and only the pay-per-views well we knew this was coming um it's basically a transition you would think to his eventual leave for hollywood just like um Dwayne. um I think or, that's you know, to even talk about him going to like, um, him going to leave for Hollywood in that sense. I think it's just that because if you look at his reign, how long has he been champion? Um, I wrote it down here on my SmackDown notes as of Friday night. Roman Reigns, six hundred and twenty-two days. Six hundred and twenty-two days. That's right. So he's he's coming up on his two year mark as yep. a champion. He's blown way past anyone in the modern era of championship runs. There hasn't been a run. Volta. Who? Volta held the belt for over eight hundred days. Also known as Gunter. Gunter. Well, well, we're talking about the NXT UK title, which is not obviously not the. The world tied over here, but hold on. Where's my calculator? 
And I think Pete Dunn had the belt for... Uh, he had it a bit less than that, actually. Vol- Walter passed him, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but obviously that belt, as prestigious as, as it might be in the UK, uh, it doesn't hold the same weight as, um, you know, obviously the Universal title or the WWE title. But Pete Dunn actually held it for 685 days. And Walter had it for 870 days. Yeah, it, it doesn't hold the same same weight as the WWE World Championship. This Roman Reigns is thirty seven years old. He still has some time to be in WWE. He has another good maybe nine years, maybe less nine eight years, and then he can go into Hollywood and do all that good stuff. Um, I think right now, you know, you know, as I'm talking, I'm I'm hearing myself. I believe you could be right, but I think they're giving him this schedule so that he can stay with WWE long-term because at this point, they're turning Roman Reigns into an attraction. Because yeah, that's ever since he came back and won the title from The Fiend, he's just been on a different level. Greatness on a different level, and... I think with Roman, um, I mean, if you look at The Rock, and it's easy to make that comparison because they're related or whatever, but he, The Rock only had like a six-year run or whatever it was. And, you know, then he was basically off to Hollywood. So I, I don't see him. Yes, he could go another eight or nine years, but uh, especially with this new, um, you know, deal that he has. But... It's not going to happen. I think uh, within three to five years, he's already not even in the picture anymore like he used to be. Um, But I don't know, man. It's tough. It's tough. I think um, I would like to see him more in a Brock kind of role so that we don't completely, you know, not see him for a couple years or whatever it is. Um, But I think if he does like a Brock thing, he will still have time to film things or whatever he wants to do and you can you can still book around that stuff um but it's going to be interesting i think uh this is a good opportunity to talk about if he is going to take some time off which the article states um you know is he going to drop it at this uh money in the bank stadium show is it going to be SummerSlam? i i you know i'm hearing that vince wants the first defense to be in a stadium show but is the first defense going to be the one where he loses the belt finally? I mean, I, I think maybe they milk it to SummerSlam and then that's where he drops it, or who knows? What do you think? I, I already told you what I think. I think Cody Rhodes is being groomed to be the next champion. Or not groomed, but I feel like he made it a point because it feels like from the things he's talked about, how the way he's talked, and especially what he said um, happened within the contract negotiations. Um, I think he's going to be the next champion. I think Cody Rhodes is going to be the one. Yes. Um, Where it'll happen is, is I actually first speculated that it would happen at SummerSlam, but with him being on the, the commercial or the hype video for Money in the Bank, I wouldn't be surprised if he would be the one to win the Money in the Bank, especially if he's. Um, announced to be in that match, I feel like he would win, and then it would be him 
fuck, he could still win it at SummerSlam. He could announce that he wants to face Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. And SummerSlam would be the two-year mark, so Roman Reigns would be champion for two years and then lose the title to Cody Rhodes, which would make sense to me. And then if... And for me, I would think that that would happen, and then Roman Reigns would move on to either do more Hollywood stuff, um, and not just that, but also if it turns out that The Rock agrees to face Roman Reigns, for them two to go at it at next year's WrestleMania. I, I, I'm not too sure about Rock anymore. Um, I feel sure. like I feel like they're not sure either, and. I, I know we talked about this a little bit off of the air, and I want to give you complete credit for this. Um, like what you mentioned that you see Cody winning that money in the bank. Um, we talked about, I told you that I don't think he needs it, but if he cashes it in the way that like a Rob Van Dam did, or like even John Cena tried that at one point, but um, then it makes sense. And But we've seen it before. Usually we go into Money in the Bank. Sometimes there's always a favorite. Like, you know, you think it's going to be that person, but then it's not. Um, But I would like if Cody did win, cashed it in the way that you're saying, like a Rob Van Dam for SummerSlam, and then he wins it there. Roman's gone for, you know, months. You put Cody, maybe do Rollins again or... Maybe somebody like Bobby, you know, whoever you want to put there, uh, an edge, you know, that'd be great too. Um, and then yeah. what? Bring back Roman around the Rumble, wins the Rumble, and they do Cody and Roman again, or, or oh, you know, man. yes, 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 yes. And but if the uh, Rock comes back, that could really complicate things. If the Rock comes back, then the Rock is going to be who Roman faces at Mania, and if that's the case. Then McIntyre, baby, is gonna turn heel. Oh, you know what I just thought of right now, Yo. and that'd be great too with Drew. But after Cody beats Roman, what if the next night says, "Oh, you know, I've dethroned the Tribal Chief, whatever," and then all you hear is Brock fucking Lesnar oh. music pop, and and then it's kind of like, "Yeah, you beat him, but hey, I'm back. You gotta worry about me." And that'd be that'd be crazy. Or what if like Brock comes back, beats Cody like soon after wow. he just won the bell, no. everybody kinda like Daniel Bryan, like just loses it. Nope. Brock goes heel. Nah. I don't I don't nope. agree with that. I don't agree with that. I it maybe maybe if like he came back, they wrestled in the next match and then he gets disqualified. Maybe not winning the title. I wouldn't want to put the title on Cody Rhodes and then him lose it right away. That just wouldn't be right. I feel like that would just piss off fans. And also, it just it wouldn't be right for Cody. That at least in my in my mind. You know what else pissed off fans when Daniel Bryan lost the belt as fast as he did when he beat John Cena, and then he loses it to Randy. Yeah, I don't... that was different. And I don't think Brock will come back as a heel. Uh, I think they'll probably do that facing again, but just pair him up with some other people. But um, I don't know, man. It's going to be very a very interesting summer, the way this plays yeah. out. I can't wait. And that's a great article that you brought up. I'm glad that you did. Um, Cody Rhodes is fucking... Yeah, has thrown a monkey wrench in fucking WB, honestly. 
Like there's so many fucking variables, so many different things that could possibly happen. It's just, it's insane. Well, some of the, uh, we, for the most part, we talked about, you know, the fallout from Raw and SmackDown. There's a couple things that I want to point out, but I don't really want to waste too much time on it because it's not really that relevant. But uh, Lacey Evans, these, I don't know if you've seen some of these, uh, you know, promos, Vignette. I don't know what you would call them, vignettes, whatever. They're so corny. They're cringe. Just shut the hell up. Um, I don't want to see this, man. Like, Lacey I Evans, I liked her. She was, you know, I didn't really like her too much, but I thought she was solid. Um, and even though this story, I'm, I haven't done my research, so I don't know. It could be true, all this stuff that she's gone through. Uh, and that's pretty crazy stuff, but well, to me, it just feels so forced, and I don't that's know. The, that's the thing, dude. Like, um, it was already reported before, before she came up with this new thing, this new deal. Um, when she was the um, Southern Belle, um, that she was a former Marine, that she was in the Armed Forces. I, I could be wrong in the Marine part, but she was in the Armed Forces. So, that's real. That's legit, and like. I feel like it's it's a legit deal, but um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's legit, um, and I'm not taking anything away from it. Um, but it just I I just personally don't want to see it. And another thing I don't want to see anymore is Dana Brooke. I was gonna say Dana White, Dana Brooke, Tamina, Akira, Tazawa, and Reggie. Yo. Just get these guys off my fucking TV. I mean, I love our truth. You show He's your mouth fucking, right now. Our truth's fucking great. He's carrying this, all these segments. But Dana Brooke is so cringe. Tamina is not even credible as a beast anymore. Akira Tozawa is a fucking joke. Reggie, you know, he's not too bad, but that's the point. I just can't, man. I'm just. I, I love our truth. You could put him anywhere when you know, but. I don't know. And then Champa, we talked about that already. I'd like to see him join Edge. Is that crazy to think? I mean, it's not. It's not crazy. I don't think that they'll do it, but it's it's, it's definitely. He's not. He's older, man. He's he's already done his shit. And Edge's stable is more about bringing up the younger um, superstars. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Sadly, uh, Champa will get released at some point. Um, and then Shinsuke Nakamura is talking more, and I'm all for it. Um, I don't know how good his English has been before. I, don't, I can only assume it wasn't very good, but he's. I'm just glad he's talking about his fucking mouthpiece. Yeah, and uh, it seems like he's uh, not struggling as much to talk, which is good. Maybe they can, you know, really, really do something with him eventually. But, you know, even him, he's getting up there in age. Um, that window is closing. Um, I'm looking through my notes here. We talked about most of the stuff that happened on SmackDown. Um, there's the women's tag team title match on SmackDown, Sasha and Naomi. What do you think of this uh, this team that Sasha and Naomi have had? I don't know, man. I feel like it's just a filler, honestly. 
I don't like seeing Sasha in a tag team, but I feel like she's only in this tag team because there might be more that she's doing with the Mandalorian. So she might just be on call for that shit. Um, Because let's not forget, she was on the second season of The Mandalorian. And I don't know. Like, it just doesn't seem like a long-term thing. Sasha Banks works better than a star. I don't... It it only worked so well with Bailey because fucking... Bailey's fucking phenomenal. And the story that they have. And you know, legitimately, they're friends. Yeah, and this was just kind of thrown together. and, And it's a possibility that Naomi may actually go to... I've heard reports on that too. Um, so there's a lot of different things that could possibly the where happen. you said the bloodline. Th- that I thought that was gonna happen when she first started doing the Sonya Deville stuff, and uh that never happened. I felt like that's when when it should have probably been done, but yeah, man, I mean I don't care for these matches, the division, I don't care for it. It's always a bunch of random put together teams that don't mean yeah. anything and I can't help but think like where where's the iconics when you need them? Dude, I was just thinking that. I was like, there hasn't been a good women's tag team champion uh champions since the iconics. And man, I and I fucking called it when it happened. I remember we talked about this back then. I was like, the iconics are gonna win that match. Where uh, it was mania, wasn't it? Yeah, the uh, fatal four way or whatever. To be the first? Oh no! The the it was the second. The, sec- the second after yeah. Bailey and Sasha uh, won it the first time. They went to Mania and they lost it, and then they cried and you know. Sasha they Sasha left for you know took her ball went home. But um, honestly, that was the best thing to happen because Bailey turned into a fucking heel and it was fucking amazing. Yes, um, I can't yes. wait for her return. Um, I know the, the Iconics are fucking amazing. They were great. I loved it. It was a comedy group, but. They were they were awesome, they were great. Iconics, iconics. But yeah. I want to bring up though, uh, since I know you're a big fan of them, and you know I'm I'm a fan of them. Maybe not a big fan, but I'm a fan. Um, they actually stepped away from Impact recently. They dropped the titles yeah. and they did a whole farewell or just kind of a bye. I don't know if this means that they're just gonna take a break from wrestling. Um. Maybe they're WWE bound. You never know, especially after what we saw with Cody. You just never know these days. Um, but I hope to see them back in some Same. way. Um, I feel like they, they still have more to give. Um, I, I don't remember. I, bad with names. I'm really bad. With, I know the Iconics, but Billy Kay. That's the, 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 the black-haired one, right? Yeah. Man, she did so good when they broke up. Yeah, she did. She was passing up shit, dude. I fucking loved it. And especially in the Rumble. Who did she kind of team with in the Rumble? Who was it? Um, fuck. I don't even know. I remember she was just kind of waiting there outside. And no, there all was, of that was, stuff really was good, man. It was some other crazy chick. I can't remember her fucking name. Oh, maybe I'll remember the future. Or maybe someone else. Was Jillian Hall? Jillian Hall, yes. Yeah. Oh my god, such great shit, man. That was honestly that rumble, that was the rumble that um Carlito came back in, right? Yeah. And Victoria. Oh that rumble, I think it was a year ago. Um honestly the sure, women's yeah. rumble 
women's rumble fucking outshine the fucking men's rumble for me i i was so after like fucking popping so much for the women's rumble i was so christian yes i i it wasn't until i came out i popped and i was like so tired after all the it was just a lot of shit and honestly billy k added a lot to that match just because of the fact that that rumble was still in the um the thunderdome or whatever so Uh, just entertainment on your screen. Um, and I feel like they left a lot on the table with Billy Kay, uh, being by herself. Uh, I'm not saying yeah. she could have been the champion or whatever, but I felt like they could have done more. The thing is, I'm afraid that they, w- she would have ended up with these other clowns in the 24 seven, uh, storyline or whatever, yeah, uh, championship. She would have been like an R-Truth. Yeah, I don't know. We'll. I don't know what would have happened, but I'm glad that she was able to, you know, get be free and reunite with uh, Payne Royce over there. Uh, I don't even know the names that they have in uh, Impact. I still call them Billy Kane and Payne Royce, but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, some of the other stuff though. Um, we talked about Sami Zayn being fucking great. Give me more of Sami Zayn and Paul Heyman. Yes. All right. So I just want to uh, end it on one last one last discussion, one last topic. Hopefully some people will bring this up on Twitter or something. Again, our Twitter is at Let's, Let's Rassle. Let's Rassle Pod. All right. At Rassle Pod. But I just want to talk about this real quick. You had shared it with me. Um, it's reported possibly the speculation. This isn't factual for sure yet but rumor and innuendo if you know you know a split for Rey Mysterio and Dominic is reportedly on the way so with that split possibly happening do you think it's going to be an injury where Dominic is written off TV I feel like it'd be Dominic Um, or do you think Dominic would turn heel um for me mm. what I would like I would like Dominic Dominic to be written off TV and the reason why is for the reason why Montez Ford Damian Priest I feel like Dominic needs to probably bulk up a little bit so some definition I am sorry I am not I do not work out I'm I'm sorry to say it's just it's just viewership, man. It's just like what you see, and I I, I feel like right. Dominic, Dominic needs to bulk up a little bit, just at least show some definition. He has no, he 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 looks like me, like if I was, obviously he's more athletic than I am, but still, like I just feel like it's not. Uh, I just feel like Dominic should leave for a little bit, grow some, like bulk up a little bit, better than ever. What about you? I think that would be the best thing for him. Um, I definitely think eventually he will turn heel. Um, I don't think he's ready. One of the reasons is what you brought up, um, you know, his look. Um, but I feel like at this point they've already had it going, this team, for so long already it feels. And mm-hmm. I feel like at some point eventually it has to end. Um, I'd also like to see Ray. Go on another bit of a maybe one last kind of singles run uh, with Dominic being gone. And then when he comes back, then he turns heel. 
I would hope he has a better build at that point, and uh, maybe he could say some shit like, well, since I've been gone, Hefe, I've been thriving, and, you know, and when I was here, we were just losing, which is, that's literally what they've been doing. Um, Dude, what I was thinking, well, should, like, like, from that, I think he should say something along the line, Eddie was my dad. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... I think um, I think eventually he sh- he should incorporate the the mask. Um, I don't think he should wrestle with it. I think he just he should just come out with it and then take it off when he's gonna wrestle or whatever his name is. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Escobar. Escobar. My bad. I said Escobar. Escobar. Who? Uh, that's a different combo. But I've been digging some of the stuff I've seen with him and. Tony D, Tony D'Angelo on NXT. I've got to send you some clips of that. But, um, you do. Yeah, yeah uh, man. I mean, that, um, uh, we know the split's coming at some point. We don't know when exactly or how they're going to do it, but it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, with that, I feel like this, this has been a good secondary 2.5 episode. Two, yes, sir. That might be it. Matt Hardy version 1.0. You never know. That but, um, was uh, basically it. Our, our our review on the Fallout and some of these other uh, major topics that have been coming up recently. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a great secondary episode, and we can't wait to do it again next week. Definitely. Um, so with that, we hope y'all have a good night, day, drive to work, whatever the fuck you're doing when you're listening to this episode. But always remember, never one steps up on you, tells you what the fuck to do. Let's fucking wrestle. Let's wrestle. Let's fucking wrestle. Well, that'll do it for us. And remember to follow our Twitter at Let's Wrestle Pod. And remember, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Um, so yes, Let's Wrestle Pod. Oh, <laughs> so that's gonna do it for me, Dan, Nico. And we're about to get off this uh, off the air here and wrestle each other. No, no. Naked. No. I mean, what? So, <laughs> but that's going to do it. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace.